Let's go to the year, what was it, 20 years ago, the year 2000. Daniel Masaru Matsao remembers the goal he scored to take South Africa to the Sydney Olympic Games 20 years ago. And he joins us now. Daniel, thanks very much for joining us. Thanks for joining your radio. 20 years ago. It must feel like, it feels like the other day the Sydney Olympics happened. I can't believe it's that long ago. Yes, me too. You know, sometimes, sometimes Sarah, they, they, they will call me, ask me that I know that it's been 20 years that mm. I scored that important goal for for our country. I said, no, I, I already forgot about that. You know, but uh, it's nice when people uh, remember you say mm. the good job that you've done for your country. What are you doing now, Daniel, before we go into the history? Uh, at the moment, I'm coaching my team. It's been the SAB League mm-hmm. uh, in our region, in the Lepuzha region, in the Free State. Uh, so I'm coaching my team. Uh, I've got uh, under 15 also. Okay. All right. Bringing up some youth. Sorry? Finding us some new youth and some young talent. Yes, yes. You know, we try to, to help our country you know, to groom the, the young stars, you know. Uh, to make the better players, you know, but you also know that you know nowadays these players they are not uh, putting more effort or they are not that much serious about their talent, and they've got mm-hmm. talent, and there's a lot of talent in the in, in our area. So we need to help these boys, you know, to you know to see them play in the highest level. Mm. It's interesting. Uh, okay, let's talk about the history, Daniel. Let's go back to that. Uh, as usual, South Africa national team had to get in the hard way, qualifying second uh, behind Cameroon and we and uh, finishing best of the second players, had to do that playoff against New Zealand. What was going through the team's minds when you knew that you had to go into a playoff? You know, it was hard, but you know, we tell ourselves that you know, we got a second chance you know, to qualify for the Olympics. So we tell ourselves that, you know what, this is our time, you know, to make history in our country, to be the first team to qualify for the Olympics. So it was something that we wanted in all our hearts, you know, like, as you know, that you know, we were the first team to qualify for World Cup in under 20. So when we went to under 20, we the same team, so we didn't change much. And 98% of that team, it was the same team that played in that uh, World Youth Champion in Malaysia in uh, 1996. Mm. So Mr. Mishik Mashaba took over as a coach for one of them. So we tell ourselves, you know what, again, let's make uh, our country proud. Let's make history to be the first team to qualify for uh, Sydney Olympics. Talk us through that team. When you, when you, It's amazing to think this is the, the young and up-and-coming team. Who were you playing with? And these names are just amazing. You know, we've got mixed experience and good players in our team. We've got, we've got Quentin Fortune was there, uh, Benny McCarthy, Nessie uh, Booth, our captain, uh, Aaron Mukwena, he was there, Jabupul, uh, uh, Stephen Kolewa, uh, Patrick Mbutu, uh, David Kalamia, uh, goalkeepers, we've got Rowan Fernandez, we've got uh, Emil Baron. So we've a good, uh, got a good team in that team, uh, his Gula was there. Uh, Non-Vete was there, you know, mm. we did have a good partnership with Non-Vete when Benny is not around, you know, we know, as you know, that Benny was staying overseas. Mm. So sometimes when they didn't give him, uh, you know, like uh, he didn't come to, to the camp, you know, but six got rusted uh, in us between me and non So we did a lot for, for, for the country. Mm. 
when when you look back at that that generation, we almost look well. We do. We look very fondly at that golden generation of young and up and coming, and then eventually Bafana players, don't we? Yes, you know, we're the good team. Like you know, after our team, you got the the the, the team that you know we fought. You know, they'll compete. Uh, if you remember the life of uh, Steven Pinar, uh, Albert Kometi, he was in that team, that after our team, that uh, went to Olympics. Mm. So we thought that team will go far, but they didn't reach uh, their, uh, their, the level that you reach. So, you know, South Africa got the talent. You know, sometimes it was all about uh, the crew that they've got. Uh, they've, got the, they've got the same mentality like we did. But, you know, Sometimes things change, and the other teams become stronger. So it depends uh, in individually or in the, in the squad uh, how much you you want you know, you know uh, to qualify or to win your, your games. Mm. Uh, talk us through the playoffs then. Uh, against New Zealand, you were leading three-two going into that second leg that you played in May. Uh, uh, that that must have helped, knowing you had the away goal advantage already. Uh, how did you go into that second match, knowing that all you needed was really a goal to seal it? Yes, you know, uh, like I said, we were doing because we were giving a second chance. Mm. You know, so it was it was, it was good, but we didn't want to to play at all in, in home. So we wanted to win. Like I usually tell other people that you know I was in the first eleven uh, in the uh, before that game. So around twelve o'clock midnight, you know, uh, the junior team called me mm-hmm. in their room. So when I arrived, it was six, and if they were team, the doctors they were there. So I was I was scared, you know, I was <laughs> really scared. <laughs> you know, I didn't know what's happening because you know I lost my father in the in the All Africa Games in 1999. So uh-huh. I thought this day something happened at home because. You know, when you call that time, you know, knowing that you are going to play to, uh, tomorrow. Mm. So, you should you, you uh, look at it, you know, not knowing what's going on. Then when I arrived there, they said, you know what, man, you was the, this team. So we decided, you know, to start you on the bench uh, to put Kukan on your place. So that, you know, I said, no, no problem, you know, but mm. even if you can put me in the last two minutes or so, I'm going to score in that game. So <laughs> they just laugh. <laughs> Maybe they thought I was joking. I said, You started with your joke. I said, No, but I'm serious. I'm going to score in that game. And the following day, Lego played. And I told Stanton uh, Fredericks and uh, his group because I was sitting between them. I said, You know what? Lego, if he wants to be this guy, you know, he must he must use his, uh, his strength. You know, he must use his skill, his movement around, you know, around the box. He'll be this guy and he'll score. And then, but he didn't do that. You know, then I went in there. In the last five minutes, mm. you know, I did my job, you know, as usual, you know, and I did that, the whole tool, you know, you put the ball this side and then you go this side, you know, and that guy, because he was injured, was, he was trapping his knee. Then I made a dime to the goalkeeper, then he was falling, even me, I was falling, then I put the the, the ball mm. over his head, then the rest was history. Then mm. I went to the corner, you know, I was thinking, quasa, quasa, <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> Sometimes when you're over the moon, you don't know what you're doing because you hate me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even Patrick Moody ended up kissing me, you know, the way we were so happy because mm. that you qualified for the Sydney Olympics. Uh, that strike that you, so you know whenever you see these long strikes you always imagine it's it's a bit of a risk and the the strikers kind of it, it's you know kick and hope and see if it goes in there so you're saying that it was planned yes you know for me you know you know usually I, 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 I was really telling because you know what when you sit on the bench don't 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 be angry mm. 
you know, got the whole you've got plans. You know, just concentrate on on your job. You know, when you go in there, you go there and choose the game. You know, because we are family, we are a team. You can't be uh, 23 players at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, some will be, some will not. So if you're given a chance, just make sure that you grab with both hands. So if you are on the bench, just sit there and watch the game and say, you know, when my time comes, mm-hmm. you know, whatever or what time I'm going in there, make sure that you do your your, your job, you know. Make sure that, you know, even the coach requires why he didn't play in the first place. So that's what I was doing most of the time. Is, you know what, I'm going to prove them wrong that they made a mistake not to, not to study in, in the first place. <laughs> Would you? I mean, you can obviously tell us now. Would you would have scored more goals if you had got on earlier? Is that right? Yes, yes. You oh, know, okay. like I saw that. I saw that team. You know, how they played in New Zealand. Yeah. So I said, you know, if I can give him a chance, I can score more than uh, one goal. So two or three. You know, because like I said, you know, they were robust. They were, they were, they, they, you know, New Zealand. They even the rugby teams. You know, they're tall and big. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. I said, you know what, I'm gonna. I'm gonna sit around here between them, so I know I'm quick <laughs> of the mark. So I knew that what I'm going to do there. So I was prepared, you know, that if I can give him a chance there, I'm gonna score. Like it or not. That's why I said, even when they told me that I'm on the bench, I said, you know, even he can give me a two minutes. Definitely, I'm gonna score in that game. Uh, did and then did you eventually go to uh, the Olympic Games? Sorry. Did you go to the Olympic Games then? Yes, I did. I did go to the Olympic game, but I, I only played uh, only one game. I came as a sub against Brazil. We only beat Brazil 3-1. Mm-hmm. So I went in for Nomvete because he came as a sub for Ngoznaki Nshako. Then he got injured after he scored. Then he celebrated. You know, he used to make that his, his celebration, Samasol. So he, he injured his ankle. So he went out. Then I went in. Yes. <laughs> so... Then I played the, the last goal, goal number three. I hit that keeper with a, with a strike, man. I hit him hard. So <laughs> he played the ball, then uh, Stephen Kualia, then he finished it. Yeah. So it's a Likulia goal, but you actually scored it. Is that what you're saying, Daniel? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> from, from the height, what, what was it like being able to walk out in that stadium, Olympic Games, Sydney at the time, you know, it, it's... It still goes down as one of the greatest Olympic Games ever. What was it like to be uh, at the Brisbane Cricket Ground and to be able to do that match and play in those games? Well, like I said, you know, well, every time we play, you know, we wanted to make a history. So we always tell ourselves, you know what, let's do this, guys. You know, it was it was nice, like you said, it was the first uh, team to qualify for Olympics. Mm. And when the coach told us, you know what, gentlemen, just go out there and enjoy yourself. They make the country proud. If we lose, we lose as a team. If we win, we win as a team. But, you know, deep down, we tell ourselves, you know what? Let's make us the first in everything that we do. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that makes us tick. Make us, you know, to reach everything that we wanted because we wanted to make a history. So it was nice to be in, to be in that uh, group, you know, to be in that uh, Set up, you know, city uh, Olympics. You know, I even uh, sing for Mr. Madiba. They wrote Mr. Madiba, uh, you know, Madiba song. I was doing his dance. You know, when he visited us, and uh, with uh, the first lady that time it was in uh, Mrs. Mbeki. Uh, so it, it for me it was something special, you know, uh, in that uh, Olympics. Mm. So it was nice to be there, or to 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 to, you know, to tell the truth.
You're based in Brisbane, 1,000 kilometres away from Sydney. Did you still feel like you were part of the Olympic Games? Yes, but even though we wanted to be in that, uh, you know, the the camp, you know, we wanted to be with the other other athletes. Uh. But, you know, as you know, soccer, they, they've got uh, their own uh, places where they can stay. But we wanted to be... Uh, in that uh, in that camp because I think for the first two two days you know we stayed there before we went to uh, where we were, we were going to play we were going to stay yeah. so it was nice you know because I remember the time when like I said when we were, uh, my my dad was he was visiting us you know we we said this uh, a hockey team a ladies hockey team so we were together you know but right. because other people they were they were coming but they were coming late so it was nice to be there or to to, to and then you came back. Uh, what happened after the Olympic Games? Was it defeated? Did you feel a little bit flat, thinking we yeah, you, we were so close? We almost beat Japan. We almost beat Slovakia. It was yeah. What was the feeling like when you came back to South Africa? It was sad, you know, because we wanted to we wanted to go further uh, to the quarterfinals or so ever. But you know. But you said, you know what, we did our best. Mm. And uh, so, tough, tough luck, you know, because we didn't reach our, our target. But uh, to be there, it was something that, uh, you know, many people, they, they, they even, even now, they really try to, to go to Olympics, but they, they can't do that. So, for us to be there, it was something that uh, we wanted more, uh, mostly. And we did that. But even though that we wanted to win the, that game, uh, last game against Slovenia, but we didn't. Mm. So it was sad, but it was nice to be in the, in the Olympics. Uh, and and since, as, uh, as you say, you're, you're busy coaching now. Talk us through your career post playing for Chiefs, post playing for the, uh, the under-23 side. Has it been a struggle for you, uh, Daniel Matsal? You know, well, the time when I was playing more regularly in the under 23, and you know, the time when uh, Chiefs blew me to Blue uh, Fountain Celtics. So that's when I get the uh, most uh, chance to play in the in the under 23. Mm-hmm. Because at Chiefs, I was not playing more regularly okay. because he, that time, uh, Fanny was back from overseas, and uh, Mark Williams was there, Polentine was back, uh, Mark Bachelor was there at Chiefs. So it was hard for me to. You know, to crack in the first, the first 11. Mm-hmm. So then that's when I went to Blue Fountain Celtic. That's why it makes my, my, my life, you know, at ease when in the American team because I was playing more regularly at Celtics. And like I said, we were, I was playing with uh, Abraham and Dale, and we were together in the American threes. Uh, so we were kicking. And because at Celtics, we were, we were playing... Uh, together you know so even in the in the camp so we were together like this like i said you know four players from one team you know some of the guys from under 20 together so it was easy for us you know to 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 gel you know when we play so this this story from kickoff magazine that was what was it uh, 27th of may i'm a glug glug hero jobless 20 years later are you are you jobless? Are you saying that life is really really difficult, or are you enjoying this coaching that you're doing? Yes, at the, at the moment I'm jobless. You know that's why I'm saying. You know, I, I tell myself, you know what? Let me try and at the moment when I don't have a job, let me try. You know, to to teach these young boys. You know, to to see where they can go with their with their talent. You know, to mm. help their talent. 
you know, uh, it will be nice when I see one or one or two players, you know, to play in their highest level. You know, like I said, no, let me help where I can. You know, so at the moment I'm busy with that team because immediately when I retire, so I tell myself, you know what, let me go back and give back to my community in this small town. You know, uh, so I mustn't just sit there and you know not doing anything. Mm. You know, maybe something will happen. One of them will, you know, will be in the highest level. Then it gives you something that, you know, it makes me happy because I I wanted to try to help people. That's why I always say, even when I was working, you know, I, I didn't like money a lot. You know, I was supporting three families. You know, it was for me to help people. It's in my blood. You know, my my mother, uh, she raised me very well. You know. Uh, her soul rest in peace, you know, so she was my soulmate, you know, she, she teach me everything, you know, and I, even this uh, tough uh, tough time, mm. I do really miss her. Daniel, you're an inspiration and hopefully something comes right. It, 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 it has to, right? Positive thinking all the time. Thank you very much for chatting with us. Daniel Masaru Matsao, uh, as you heard, unemployed at the moment. I'm a glug hero. 20 years ago, but he's helping out. Always something new. He does have a CAF D license, and hopefully he'll be able to move on. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Daniel Matsal, former uh, I'm a Glug Glug player, scored that goal against New Zealand back in the year 2000 to qualify for the Olympic Games.